0: In constant fear of failure is no way to live at all. Today, you will learn how to overcome perfectionism. Hello,
1: and welcome to the system podcast. I am your host, Kimon Brown Chabalala, and I'm an entrepreneur.
0: And I am your host, Yoshima Cherry Burks. I am a therapist, author, and entrepreneur. Hey, Kimon.
1: Hey, girl. Hey, how, how have you been? Do?
0: I'm good. I am good. You looking good. I love the t-shirt. I love the colors. <laughs> Listeners, you can't see come on, but she looks hot I'm as usual.
1: You're tall. Obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. You
0: like the crop That's top good. Good. You like the blue? Mm. Yeah, a little bit. I am I'm feeling, bad. I'm feeling us both. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as Y'all want to see us as we should. Go to our YouTube channel. Check us out. See, you know, if you can vibe with us see if we're your cup of tea okay you could take us hot you could take us lukewarm, warm however you want to take us just take us down I'm really feeling in the mood this morning I don't know if you can tell I'm feeling myself a little bit we're gonna keep on going before I say something my husband will be like so this is your last podcast today <laughs> all right It's
1: <laughs> good to good spirits all right before we jump into the podcast though let's just go first to something new about you and i'm gonna ask you that this week okay. it's been on my mind a little bit but who is your hero
0: oh wow yeah so my first thought my dad always comes to my mind because all the stuff he overcame he was a heroin addict at 11 he was homeless he was the fifth child that my grandmother had, she had I think four miscarriages before him and he was born stillborn. Oh, wow. And this was back in the 50s. So they didn't have the technology that we have today. They actually thought he was dead. She had so many stillborn children before him. And he survived. He he ended up coming. He started coughing. He said, well, this is how my grandmother told me. He started coughing. They picked him up and he was alive. Um, so I feel like my dad is my hero, but if I had to pick someone outside of my family, because my dad has done so much, he can't. He overcame addiction before I was born, I didn't get to see that part of mm-hmm. him um, and he just loved me just fearlessly, thoroughly to create the person that I am today so I just commend him for that, he will always be my hero for that, he loved my brother as well but Maya mm-hmm. Angelou oh, I love her I wanted to go meet her. I should have done it. She was on my bucket list and then she passed away. She was just greatness. She was greatness to me. I would read her poetry all the time. Whenever we had some kind of school, event, honey, you go, you see Marie and Dago Maya. I thought I was little Maya. You hear me? I was a baby Maya. I was trying to encompass all of her. I wanted her confidence. I wanted her ability to speak. I wanted to. I wanted her essence. It was like phenomenal woman. That's what she was. You know yeah, what I mean. She encompassed. Was, uh, the she was sexy, but she wasn't like slutty. And then not learn that she used to be a dancer, it was just. Mm-hmm. I love me some Maya. I know you asked me, but I want to know who is your hero. I want to know your be. No, save it for next week. <laughs> you want to do yours next week? no who's my
1: hero I I never think too much about these things there are lots of people that I admire Mm -hmm. but in terms of who my hero yeah I I never really think of that
0: no someone who has overcome something that you can res that can resonate with you.
1: I see that in a lot of people, like a lot of people. You know, I'm I'm a strange person who doesn't have a favorite color. I don't have like crush on people on the TV. I don't have I don't have lo- lots of those things, but there are loads of people that I admire for mm-hmm. certain things. And I think, wow, you know, I might not like them in that aspect of their life, but I love them in this aspect of their lives. Okay, for example, you probably don't know her, but she's this Jamaican dancehall artist spice mm-hmm. i love spice. spice oh my god spice is like everything mm-hmm. spices i absolutely love her and i see her as a woman i don't know if you know this but some months back she just disappeared from social mm-hmm. media and there were lots of you know very things very- being said about her she's mm-hmm. dead and all this and i remember just being in my feelings because i'm like I know her life. I know her children. And I've never met them, but mm-hmm. I know this about her. And I remember praying for her and their family, praying for her children that they wouldn't lose their mom because mm-hmm. I know she's got a very good relationship with them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, I, I love Love Spice, but there's loads of other people that I love in the door.
0: And I guess we pull from all of them when we need yeah. those pieces in order for us to be able to make it through. So. It is important to keep it open and to not just um, focus in on one person. Because like you said, they all have faults. And so you'll be like, you know what? I can take what I need from this person. And from this person, I can leave what I don't. So I agree with you there. Yeah, that's good. All right. All right. So come on. Today we're talking about overcoming perfectionism. Listen, there are ways that we can actually change perfectionistic thinking. I'm going to say that again. There are (laughs) ways that we can change perfectionistic thinking. Okay. So I went on anxietycanada.com and they gave us some tools to help us to overcome perfectionism. The first tool, they said, changing perfectionistic thinking is by utilizing realistic thinking. Mm-hmm. So it goes into detail and it says, because adults with perfectionism are often critical, which we are, one of the most effective ways that we can overcome perfectionism is to replace the self critical thinking with more realistic thinking. And we call this CBT in therapy. We just call this either reality therapy or cognitive behavioral therapy. We just challenge mm-hmm. the thoughts. That's all that is. That's challenging your thoughts. Is this true? Is this real? And it's a good idea to practice helpful statements regularly. Even if you don't believe them right away, it's like fake it till you make it type of thing. When you do it enough, you actually turn these positive thoughts into a habit and it will crowd out that negative self-talk self-talk. Okay. So some examples of this positive realistic thinking statement is, well, look, nobody's perfect. When they say, look at you, you messed up again, right? Look. And I say they, because these are the thoughts in our mind. These are the things that we say to ourselves. Look at you. Mm, girl, you have... Well, nobody's perfect. All right. I'm, a, I'm still great. Um, okay. You got 70%. Well, all I can do is my best. That was my best. I just need to go study some more. Yeah. Making a mistake does not mean that I'm stupid or a failure. It only means that I'm like everyone else. I'm human and everyone makes mistakes accepting that everyone makes mistakes and putting yourself in that statement. I had a hard time with this next one because I felt like I had to make people feel good about themselves. So Mm -hmm. it's okay not to be pleasant all the time. Everyone has a bad day. I used to walk Mm -hmm. around smiling like a crazy person. And now I understand, don't do that. You don't have to do that. And it's okay if some people don't like me. No one is liked by everyone. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And I'm okay with that. Exactly. Especially as a people pleaser, that's a hard one too. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, when read reading through those, it did make me stop to think whether or not I'm a perfectionist because the, the um the remedies then don't really apply to me. Mm-hmm. Like I I does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I am a realist. You know, when back in uni, we had to do this. Um, it was the entire class. And I remember we had to do this questionnaire about each other. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those kids who came up. Well, young people. I was a young person, not a child at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I was one of those people who came up with um, the... I fell under almost every single bracket. The only thing I didn't fall under was being a pessimist. Mm. But everything else, I'm a realist, I'm a perfectionist, I'm this and that, I'm all the things except mm-hmm. a pessimist. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing to, to, to look at because it was also about how my classmates saw me Yeah, it wasn't just about how I saw myself. So we had to each answer these questions, and then our classmates had to put us under each bracket. And it was very interesting to see where I fell. Mm. So reading through this, I I thought back. I thought back to that, and I thought, okay, but I shouldn't look at it from the perspective of being a perfectionist through and through, Mm -hmm. because not a perfectionist through and through. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, my my thinking is always realistic. I'm not going to try to, you know, say somebody should bring the star from the sky when I know that it's not bloody really possible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then the the other one that's really got me was perspective taking. Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So that was number 2 on the list, the perspective yeah. taking. And mm-hmm. what that means is that with adult perfectionists, I don't think I'm included, this. You should mm-hmm. be a kid meant on this but they tend to have a hard time seeing from other people's perspective Mm -hmm. I feel that I'm more someone who I want the different perspectives I thrive on the different perspectives because I feel like if I get different perspectives then I can come with a conclusion that works Mm -hmm. better Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and then yeah, so they tend to not want to think about how others might see a situation. For example, you may believe that you are lazy because you're only able to exercise one hour instead of two hours every day. Girl, I don't care if you don't even get 10 minutes done. This, is,
0: well, this, this <laughs> answers Whether and me no out.
1: I it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not a perfectionist, man. <laughs> <It is. laughs> So it says learning to view situations as other people might see them can help you to change some of these unhelpful beliefs.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: believe in that. I believe in mm-hmm. that. I think it's very, very, very important to gather information. And maybe that's a researcher in me. Mm-hmm. Gather lots of details and then see what you pull from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can be like, I can believe something. I can believe that the sky is blue and you're telling me that it's black. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, okay, I understand that you see that it's black, but understand that I'm also not going to see it as black yeah right. and then I'll probably sit with myself maybe two or three days later and I'm like why did she see it as black though and I'll right. try to understand from that perspective I'll be like okay I see why she sees it that way does that
0: mm. make sense yeah
1: but does mean that it's going to change my own perspective but I understand why the other person sees something the way they do
0: you do it all the time you do it with me <laughs> You do. You do it all the time. You look at it from different perspectives. You don't necessarily care. Because you be like, you need to get this done. I be like, listen, girl, I need 28 hours today to finish my regular work. You be like, oh, you can get it done. I understand. You be like, I understand. Oh, you got that. That Okay, you got this to do. Cool, cool, cool. So when you going to get this back to me? Because I understand, but that don't mean that I can all right. <laughs> I'll be like, no, I can see it from your perspective. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, let me just continue. I'm not going to change my mind today, guys. (laughs) All right, so going back to the I'm lazy example, Mm -hmm. one can challenge this by asking themselves the following questions. These are their suggestions, not mine. I might agree, I don't know. But how might someone else view the situation? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that is very important. Right. Yeah. Um, and and that's it. You know, perspectives get different perspectives. Go around and ask your friend. I'm that girl who's gonna call up my friend and say, Girl, this happened and this is what I think. Tell me what you think about it. And oftentimes it gives you clarity. Sometimes you're you're you know overthinking something, and then somebody just throws a span in the works and you're like, Oh, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. The other question is, are there other ways to look at this? Now, that I'm very, very good at. I yeah. will sit down and talk to myself for hours to try to figure something out, yeah? Mm-hmm. Come up with my different scenarios, my different perspectives, and go from there. Yeah. And then what might I tell close friends? What might I tell a close friend who was having similar thoughts? Mm-hmm. You know, in our book... um building your inner power, build your inner power, black girl, guys, that's coming out to the end of April. Yeah. In that book, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was one of the things mm-hmm. that we look at because I feel like you and I talk a lot about that. Like mm-hmm. we show other people, we show our friends so much compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When mm-hmm. our friend calls us, oh, we, we become mama bears and we're trying to solve everything. We're trying to fix everything for them. But mm-hmm. then we don't do it. We don't expect, extend that same compassion to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, I agree with this fully. Are you lazy? Are you truly lazy? I mean, you right. worked out one hour instead of two. Girl, some of us can't even get one minute in. Like, yeah. praise yourself for one hour. Mm-hmm. Give yourself kudos, yeah? If your friend had called you and said, I've, I've only been able to do an hour, I'm sure you'll be praising, praising her. You'll be ready to take her out, out for lunch and whatever. So do that to yourself as well.
0: I, I thought I didn't know that you had the three. All right. So come on. The next example that they gave us is looking at the bigger picture. Since adults with perfectionism tend to get bogged down in details, spend a lot of time worrying about little things, right? Like what font should we use in the email? Oh, come on, they got you. Oh, snap, <laughs> the font. <laughs> come on, go, font. Right? I didn't even put this in here guys this is already in the article okay i'm gonna just we gonna keep on moving come on you getting it today i'm scared to see what's gonna happen to be next child let me just keep on going chat <laughs> all right one helpful strategy to worry less about details is to ask yourself these following questions does it really matter does it does the font in the email really matter to some yes but why we're gonna keep on going i'm just saying <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? What could happen if you use Helvetica instead of vitap What would what would what would this mean, right? If the worst does happen, can I survive it? Will you make it? Through? Will you make it through to see another day? <laughs> you don't know. And then the fourth the fourth question is: Will this still matter tomorrow? How about next week and next year? right? Yeah. Now, the email and the font will still be there all that time away from now. But will someone sit there and say, I can't believe she used hell Vedica? Yeah. <laughs> <I tell. laughs> yes? Okay. So come listen, on. listen. You're back on as a
1: perfectionist. My, Yushima, you see when this came up, just the, the heading, looking at the big picture, I'm like, girl, I'm working on that. That's my perfectionism right there. I have to be working on that constantly because I really, really, really get, you know, tied to the small details, like the small details really matter for me. Like I worry, is it readable? And I don't know if it's because I've got bad eyes, but I'm constantly looking at something and thinking... Why do I have to look at this twice? If I have to look at it twice, imagine somebody with worse eyes. Like, are they going to be able to read what I'm trying to communicate? So I really get bogged down, like proper bogged down with the tiny detail. If I look at something and I have to do a double take, I'm like, no, 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 that doesn't work. I had to do a double take. It doesn't work. Let's let's try to find another solution to this. So I, I'm. I'm Yeah. Yeah. And those questions. Sometimes the answer is no, a big fat no, and then I move on. Sometimes like, yeah, it does matter. And I'm like, no, I have to fix the tiniest detail in this, and then I'll be able to move on. That's right.
0: It's scary. It's scary. (laughs) We gotta keep our goal. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Now Mm -hmm.
1: is it my turn? The other one that we that we read about is compromising. Now this is a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't compromise when it comes to certain things like I really don't and I don't know if I need to work on it but I I don't compromise when it comes to quality like I don't mm-hmm. there's nothing that my staff can say that can make me overlook quality like it's not gonna cut it right. like you can call me a perfectionist in the worst of ways I just won't care because to me compromise must be used and it makes sense. Not always. Yeah. Right. Right. However, for you perfectionists out there, <laughs> mm-hmm. all you perfectionists. <laughs> oh, y'all. Not her. Oh, yeah. Included, yeah. yeah? <laughs> okay. So this is a particularly helpful tool for dealing with black and white thinking. Okay. Yeah, I have some grays and some colors and some rainbows in my thinking. Compromising involves setting more realistic standards or being more flexible with your very high standards. Mm-hmm. Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got very high standards, but I don't think I need to be too flexible with them.
0: High is a giraffe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm saying. Even God be like, damn, come on you want me to show up like this okay like she'd be like god i think you could have done this differently i don't like your font jesus i don't like your font change it
1: (laughs) all right so this example it really got me because i'm like yeah i'm not there but for example if you believe that making a mistake during a presentation means that you are stupid that doesn't make sense guys like it doesn't people make mistakes you should have said it in the beginning, people make mistakes for humans, yeah? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you end up thinking that you're stupid because you made a mistake during your presentation, try asking yourself, what level of imperfection am I willing to tolerate? Yeah? Mm -hmm. So... Am I willing to make a small mistake where I said is instead of are or am I willing to make a a mistake where I give the wrong wrong facts, you know, where I pronounce something wrong, like I was going to say rang or whatever just now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't have an issue with that, guys. I can just correct my grammar and move right along. Mm -hmm. Um, So from there, you can try to come up with more reasonable standards that you are willing to accept for yourself. It is quite, it is, well, because it is quite anxiety-provoking. I agree with that. When mm. you first start trying to reset or lower your standards, you can do so gradually. Mm. Yeah? So take do, them, do it in steps. So mm. today I'm going to be okay with, you know, bad grammar. Tomorrow, okay, I said the wrong facts, but I know it, so I can just correct myself during the presentation. Stuff mm. like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, so we've done that. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I think that's it. Just compromising and not being too hard on yourself. I don't think I'm too hard on myself or other people. It's just that I say when I think something is like not good enough, maybe. I don't know. Right. What do you think? Babe?
0: <laughs> I think I think you say it. You don't have a problem with uh pointing out <laughs> any of the imperfections. And it is okay. Your staff is probably like, I just want to survive tonight. But here's the thing. on oh. is very fair. on is very fair. And she is very kind and loving. But she's very perfection. I, I want to say a professional. You're a professional. That's what it is. I think you're more of a professional than you are a perfectionist. Because you allow people. You used to allow people more creative spaces, right? But when you found that it did your business a disservice. You had to take oh. the reins back and you were like, yeah, it didn't pay for me to allow them any freedom of thought. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. So guess what? <laughs> we're going to move into fun facts. Come on. It is yeah. time for fun facts. This is one of my favorite fun things that we do during <clears throat> our podcast. Me
1: too.
0: I love it. I have a weird one. Tell us. So, do you like lobster? I love lobster. All right. Well, I have a fun fact about lobster. (laughs) I'm still eating it after, yeah? Okay. Not only is it a roach of the sea, but it's a little gross, but also funny. Lobsters pee out of their faces. -hmm. And they pee out of their faces as a way to attract mates. Put that stench out there, right? A little bit of Mm -hmm. urinalysis for the world. (laughs) Get some of that. I mean, they Mm -hmm. just let it go. I don't know what part of their face is coming out of. Now I'm gonna have to research and go down this rabbit Mm -hmm. hole. To To see what it looks like like they're yeah, but it could
1: only be there because when you look at the body there's like nothing down there and mm. everything is at the, yeah yeah it makes sense because you know like the crab too mm-hmm. you don't eat seafood but you know like the crab mm-hmm. it might also be the same for the shrimp wouldn't it because everything is happening inside the head there mm. yeah
0: i wonder all of them yeah that is interesting so now i want to know who else pees out of your face yeah. The shrimps, the crabs, and the lobsters. Because mm. where would it come out of Because there's no organs or anything no. in the lower half of their bodies.
1: No. I think a lot of them are peeing out of their faces. But they're quite tasty, so I don't mind the pee.
0: Oh, I just <laughs> threw up a little bit. All right. There you go. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow, Lord. Yeah, that was right. a good one though. Very interesting.
0: Thanks. I, I'm trying harder. I
1: like, I, I'm not bothered by what the animals do with their body. You wouldn't
0: eating. care. You would no. not. I don't
1: eat.
0: <laughs> eat that pea face.
1: Yeah. Pace. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's jump back on topic, guys. Sorry about that, but I'm okay. sure you guys enjoyed mm-hmm. this facts no. as well. So, our tool number two for changing perfectionist behavior, perfectionistic behaviors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tool number two is, hmm. girl, what's this?
0: It's a lot like having a phobia, overcoming your phobia, making the mistakes. Exposure practice. Okay. All right,
1: do do your thing. Do your thing.
0: All right. See, it came in handy. Okay, go.
1: All right. So, tool, tool, tool number two is basically to face this thing. You don't like having a phobia. Yeah so you have a phobia of dogs the more time you spend with dogs the more you don't run away from them my little sister has a phobia of dogs but the more time you spend around these animals then the more the more you realize that it's not so much something to be scared of i mean if it's Mm -hmm. not attacking you then there's no need to be scared of it yeah Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i think it's it's the exact same where you face this thing where you stand up and say okay i've got a problem i'm a perfectionist and it's affecting my life in this way and that yeah so Mm -hmm. i think some of the tools that we discussed earlier where you're able to compromise, where you're able to build on things to say, okay, this time I'm be okay with making this mistake, and then you gradually build onto that. Mm-hmm. And then some examples to help you brainstorm would include: show up for an appointment, uh, show up for an I appointment, like girl, I not do that. Yourself, show up maybe a minute late, or, in or just on time, early. yeah, and yeah. fifteen minutes early. Maybe go like five minutes early, but do yeah. it gradually. Don't don't give yourself heart attack out there. Like try to do it gradually. Like a minute late. Ooh, my wife <sighs> does not like to go anywhere late. Yeah, like, so she. Just, like she gets. I disagree with that one.
0: Do you agree with that one? Come on, I disagree with that one because you're imposing on other people's time. No, you know why because I used to be that
1: person who I couldn't be late. I would cry, I would drive crazy. I would just fall apart. Like I would really fall apart. And then when I get there, I'm like five minutes early, but I'm apologizing constantly, constantly, constantly. And I was late just because there was nothing I can do about it. Like nothing I can do about it. And, And I had to pull myself together and realize, listen, it's not the end of the world. It is not the end of the world. So more and more, I've don't. i I've now gotten to a place where I'm not locked into time. I'm not so latched onto it like I used to be before. Like for a meeting, I'll come a minute early instead of 15 minutes early because sometimes you get 15 minutes early and the person is 10 minutes late. Mm-hmm. Isn't it very stressful? Mm-hmm. It is way too much stress. And the what it does to my body, I didn't like. So I've learned to just... Go with the flow. Just go with the flow.
0: Mm-hmm. You can call
1: ahead and say, I'm running five minutes late. I mean, now we have satnav that tells us our um ETA and everything. How about oh. we just allow things to work for us mm-hmm. rather than stress out? Because you get to a meeting and you have no idea how to operate. You've killed yourself in the drive and you're all right, you're even early. Does that make sense? So yeah, but I think that you should Yeah.
0: Yeah, I just think that that's, a, that's more of a you thing, the way that you process it, right? So if I'm having an anxiety attack because I know that I'm going to be late to this meeting, yeah. if I handle it differently, it's not going to be an issue, but I don't want to intentionally be late to the meeting. This sounds like it's saying, go ahead. And yeah, it is be saying late.
1: intentionally. I'm because not going to do that. What it does is show you that it's not, it's like that fun size thing. It's Mm -hmm. not the end of the world. You get there five minutes late, you apologize. And the person is like, yeah, 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 that happens all the time. Oh, or some, you know what? Some people say, oh, you're much earlier than anyone ever usually comes. And you're like, but I'm two minutes late. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. So everybody comes here late. You know what I mean? So So, it's just conditioning yourself, I think.
0: Okay. I guess because I'm the work that I do, we're just not allowed to do that.
1: Yeah. But then you bring that into your personal life. You see yeah. what I mean? So You bring if if we have to make a video and then everything isn't working and we've got to put it out at that time, then you get stressed out. I get stressed out, stressed yeah. about it. But how about we tell ourselves what we tell about ourselves about the other stuff? It's not the end of the world. The world. What's going to happen if we're five minutes late? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think no that's what
0: add. we need to work on. Yeah, I have a story I'm, to I'm tell you about that. Yeah. <laughs> I had a I had yep, a racist boy. just beat my door down yesterday. And Your you know, home I'm, door? No, my uh, at my office because yeah. he checked in at three forty seven. His appointment was at four o'clock, and because I didn't <laughs> open the door at three forty seven, he started banging on my door, giving my client my client who was a child who was abused gave oh, her a no. whole anxiety attack. In my office at 347, screaming and hollering, acting a nut job, then leaves a bad review on the website and says that we don't honor our appointment times. Because I told him, if you don't get the out of here, you got me up today. Which <laughs> you, It was the first time i have never seen him before. So this was his first interaction with me, right? But I'm like on 10, because you've not only interrupted our session, but now you've created a situation where I'm going to have to go and help this child who is now in crisis mode no. because you made her afraid because it triggered something.
1: Somebody mm-hmm. beating
0: down her door, yeah. right? You took her back to that space. So just being mindful mm-hmm. in those spaces, it's the sense of entitlement for me that really got me. Like, who do you think you and are? See, that's his thing acting out. He doesn't mm-hmm.
1: know how to control it. You see what I mean? He has no idea because he's like, but I'm here. And you said four o'clock.
0: So what's the difference in 13 minutes? I'm here. The difference is that I'm in a whole nother session and it's a sign on the door that says check in. Someone will be right with you. There's a session yeah. in progress. There's an yeah. in-session sign on the door, but you feel that you're more important than the person that's in here already. So I guess that can go either way yeah for me don't check i in think it's early. allowing
1: it to get so out of control like so out of control there are people who are always early or mm-hmm. they're always 15 minutes early and if they're 13 minutes early instead of 15 it's a problem you're thinking girl we are still early right <laughs> it's a whole stress bag you're like huh right yeah
0: I don't know. Yeah, we've
1: we've got to get those things under control, guys. Like really have to. But the other one is okay. Oh, <laughs> this. I even talked to Kay about it because I used to be, I think everyone at home, at my mom's home, have OCD. Mm-hmm. Like we obsessed over everything being clean. When we clean the house, we've got to wipe down all the cupboards with bleach. Everything has got to be white and pristine. Yeah. And I have had to learn to leave something messy and be okay with it sit in the messiness and be okay with it and it was a relationship that caused that because you know somebody doesn't wash the dishes how you want them to be washed someone doesn't clean the counter how you want it to be cleaned and i had to work through that in my mind and say come on Girl, you can't be washing the dishes over all the time. This girl is pissed off and she's got a right to be pissed off because what you're doing is wrong. You know what I mean? This is how her mom taught her to do it. It doesn't mean that it's not being done properly. But for me, it was the end of the world. So if you're someone like my old self who obsessed over the place being pristine, try to leave somewhere messy just take off some clothes in your closet and drop them on the ground leave it there and try not to stress i know it's going to be stressful i look Yushima's eyes are bulging out i know it's going to be stressful but go ahead and try it because the more you do it the less stressful it becomes for you that worked for me it definitely definitely did i became less obsessed with the idea of everything has to be in order you know what i mean now I am messy, and I like it. I really, really like it. I don't even like someone to bother me about my mess. I want to be messy because it helps me to just, yeah, hussa, calm down and not worry about. It. And it goes, you know, it goes with everything. You want the your computer to be perfect. Everything must be in order. You must know where to find everything. The clothes must be perfect. and it just drives you crazy because one thing falls out of line and it's like the world is coming to an end. So I agree with that one. And then, yeah, tell people when you're tired. Tell people when you are tired. When you can't, that's one of the advice in our in our book as well, or new book that's coming out. We're gonna plug it. But tell people that you can't do something. You cannot because you're just tired. Sometimes we don't. It's a, yeah, something we do. It's like yeah, but I can just I can take twenty more minutes to do it, and your eyes are closing. I've learned to do that. I'm way better at that now. And it feeds my soul. You know, people, we do editing and someone will come. Their master's thesis needs to be in in two days and they want you to edit it in one day. And you're like, girl, why didn't you take time to send it in before? I'm not going to do it. Before I used to rush and say, yeah, but their thesis, it's due. And no, no, no. I'm like, no, no, no. It's Sunday and I'm not in the mood. Please go and order from someone else. I can't take on that stress right now. Or you make them pay for it. You're going to pay extra for my time. I used to let them pay for it, Yushima, And I got to the stage where I realized, no. Because I'm literally dropping everything, dropping my life. Sometimes it's my rest day. And the only day I'll get to rest or the only two hours that I have to rest. And now I must give my two hours. And I realized that there's no amount of money that's worth it. So I stopped. I literally stopped. No, I mean, Last night, there was a guy who wanted... A book to be read twenty thousand words and he wanted it back in three hours and something and i was in the middle of something and i thought i just told him no i'm sorry i can't i have a right to
0: no i feel you on that okay yeah i feel you on it
1: yeah there's lots of other strategies you guys can you know go ahead and check them out Um, you can lose your train of thought, for example, purpose purposely allow several
0: uncomfortable silences Uh -uh. read the one after lose your train of thought. I want to see your reaction in this. (laughs) Oh, girl, I'm going to do
1: that. Send a letter or email that includes a few mistakes. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Girl, no, that'll stress me out. Never. But, but I run a business that specializes in good use of the English language. So imagine I send an email to someone <laughs> and they're like, girl, do you want to secure business with me? And you can't even,
0: you can't even write a proper email. How are you gonna read my book? Oh no. my god.
1: Oh, thank you, ma'am.
0: But this next one you're really good at, come on. Talk at a meeting without first rehearsing what you're gonna say in your head. You're really, yeah, really good naturally. at that. I
1: cannot, cannot, cannot. It has to come from the heart and it has to come from the heart in that moment. I cannot prepare for a meeting the way other people do. I can't. Mm-hmm. Ask me something in the moment because it's like, imagine sitting and writing a speech for myself. I can do it for other people because mm-hmm. I write speeches for other people, uh people as well, but I just can't do it for myself. It just doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I've tried, but it just doesn't work. It does not work.
0: And see, I need some kind of guideline because my ADHD kick in, Chad. I'm talking about all kinds of stuff. What y'all finna the eat for dinner at the presidential <laughs> year, What are we eating tonight? Oh, are we supposed to be talking about world reform. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I need talking points. I can't do that. Okay, come on. Talking about our free time let's bring this in what are you reading what are you reading oh this
1: week I'm actually reading what's it called have I forgotten I'm actually reading it's a book by hmm. so I'm writing an autobiography yeah Mm -hmm. I do that for people I write as a ghost writer so you probably won't ever see my name out there that Kimon has written this autobiography but I'm writing this autobiography for this amazing person and I'm reading an autobiography of someone else because this person reminds me of this person Mm -hmm. and I'm reading so I don't how do you say I don't merge or I don't copy that person does that make sense yeah You know what I mean? Because Mm. they are so similar. I remember when I had this person to do the autobiography and then I thought, oh, you sound like this person. I'm like, did you ever write an autobiography before? I'm like, no. I'm like, I've read this one and it sounds exactly like you. But what's it called? I don't remember, you know. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like at the last few pages. Mm -hmm. that's it i've been speed reading because i i read it i read it a few years ago and now i'm reading it again
0: what the bloody hell is the book called
1: i can't remember babe
0: okay it sounds interesting maybe we could put a link down when you get it done yeah yeah Yeah. we could put a link in in the email uh, in the description box okay yeah we i'm reading, reading i'm reading a book that somebody sent me at midnight and was like oh um, you need to go through this and edit this. I sent it last week, and I was like, for real, girl, because I can't get it. And then that person was like, oh, my bad. I'm sending it now. And I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. You want me to read it now? <laughs> <laughs> So I can say I'm reading for work. I can say I'm reading for work, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. So it's great. It's a great read so far. You guys, check out our books. We'll have the descriptions down below. Let us know yes. what you think. We we are avid readers and avid writers. Okay, come on. So now we're going to go into the third tool for overcoming uh, perfectionism, which is learning how to overcome procrastination. And this is going to need a deeper dive. We're going to mm-hmm. touch the surface right now. Yeah. But we need to get into the meat and potatoes when we talk about overcoming procrastination. Okay, so... So many adults with perfectionism often cope with the fear of making mistakes. And so what do they do? Procrastinate. When I say they, I mean we We set perfect (laughs) standards for ourselves, right? And it's safer and easier to procrastinate than to carry out a task that you know will be difficult or take a long time. For example, you may find that your house is usually pretty, you know, lived in. I'll say, I'm not going to say dirty or messy or anything like that, but your house is lived in and you may have high standards of cleanliness and organization. You might put off writing a report for a week because you're afraid that you won't be able to complete it perfectly. So guess what you have to do now? You need to go organize your sock drawer. Why? Why do you need to organize your sock drawer and you have to get this assignment done (laughs) before the week's end. But you can't do nothing until this sock drawer is organized and this sock drawer been looking a mess for four years. Like, Things like that, that pop up when you procrastinate, girl, this happened. When I say this happens to me all the time, I'll have stuff done that do not need, that doesn't need to be done, but because I'm procrastinating, it gets done early, uh, but not the thing that I'm supposed to be working on. Procrastination is a temporary solution. And all it does is make the anxiety worsen because we're still waiting on completing the task at hand. So here's the thing. Create realistic schedules. Break down those lar- larger tasks into smaller tasks. I have a calendar, I have a chart, we have all kind of stuff even for this podcast you guys. We have <laughs> about four different things that we use to stay on track, right? Um yeah. set small goals for yourself and don't forget to reward yourself like, girl you did you did that." Mm-hmm. Reward yourself when you accomplish a goal. And that way you'll look forward to doing the smaller tasks that leads up to completing the bigger goal, okay? And also set your priorities straight. Get it together. Sometimes mm-hmm. we have a hard time focusing on what our priorities should be. Come on, said we get, we get lost in the sauce, lost in the details, right? We'll get yeah. stuck on something and we hone in on that bad boy. And now four hours have passed. And we're looking at the way our sock door organized. I don't know where I'm obsessing over this sock door, probably because I need to go in and fix mine. That's a Freudian slip. Okay. I don't like how it's looking <laughs> right now. I need to go fix it. But prioritizing your task by which by the things that's most important to less important. And how I do that is I just write everything down that I need to do and I go back and number it. And then I make another list. Because if I try to do it in order. As I'm writing my list, I forget some of those things that I want to add to the list, okay? And another step is to reward yourself. And these are, it's going to go into detail a little bit more about that. It's hard to face your fears and change our ways of doing things. So make sure you take the time to reward yourself for all the hard work you're doing. It's very motivating to give yourself a treat once in a while. A reward might include going out for a nice meal, taking a walk, going out with friends, or just taking some time to relax or pamper yourself. They have different methods to getting things done. You work for 25 minutes, take a five minute break. You Mm. work for 30 minutes, take a 15 minute break. However it is you need to do it, get it done. And just remember to take that time to reward yourself because sometimes we look for extrinsic motivation. It's not going to be there. Nobody's going to stand behind you and applaud you when you get your work done. So you have to do it for yourself, okay? You have to do it for yourself.
1: I agree with all of that. Like, I, I I procrastinate, but yeah, my procrastination comes from the place where, you know, like you know that. For me, at least, for me, I will know that okay, I need to write this thing, but nothing is coming. Like, I need to write this paper, and nothing is coming. Like, no matter how much I think about it, nothing is coming. And instead of sitting and just you know sit there with nothing coming. Mm -hmm. I'll do everything under the sun, everything, everything. And then I'll do that thing. Like, you know, the last minute before it's due. Mm -hmm. I've always come out on top, but girl, the stress. So
0: stressful. So stressful. I know. And I've been like that since I was little, since school, getting papers done and just, I've always been that person. But it worked out. I've always gotten really good grades. I don't know. It's like. (laughs) What is that? It's like a superpower.
1: I think so. I think procrastination can be a superpower. That's what I think. Yeah. All right, my darling sister. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for naughty or nice. Ready. (laughs) All right, let's play. So okay, come on. Tell me,
0: would you prefer naughty or nice? I'm sticking with the naughty. It's been working out for me. <laughs> okay,
1: so the naughty questions. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather? No, yeah. Would you? Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> what? I'm gonna ask you anyway. <laughs> would you rather walking on your walking on your parents having sex, or have them walking on you having sex? Oh my god.
0: both has happened to me which what? one was worse oh yeah girl
1: I wouldn't be alive I, I was so skipping
0: alive. school my pastor daddy walked in on me and then had to drive the boy home girl and his, uh, his he didn't his little erection did go down so my daddy was like really you gonna stand in front of me like this. So embarrassing. Quan, don't listen to this podcast. Uh and then I walked in on my mom when I was I was fourteen, I walked in on my mom. I was eighteen when my dad walked in on me. But both were horrible. I would much rather walk in on them so that the guilt and shame's on them and not on me. Cause that yes. was horrific. I couldn't look at my dad for like to know how you're alive. Um no uh huh. What did you do? I thought he was gonna kill me, but he did He was just disappointed, and he said that I'm just disappointed. Oh, I felt bad.
1: Yeah, girl. You know, when I was young, <laughs> I'm whispering as if I don't want the listeners to hear. <laughs> right. <laughs> girl, it's not my parents. looking. I wouldn't cope. I would not cope. Mm-hmm. But so my aunt, yeah, was busy. I I was going over there to play with my cousin. And then my aunt was busy, and I'm dead on how I'm saying this because no one will ever know who it is. So my Mm -hmm. aunt was busy on the counter with her boyfriend. And girl, I came around excited, but luckily I wasn't speaking. So I was coming around, and then they were so busy, they did not hear or see me. Oh, no. I covered my mouth so quickly because I made to scream, and I tiptoed and escaped that scene so fast. I oh. never ever said to anyone that
0: I saw this because I'm like,
1: girl, oh, I was so God. embarrassed. Like your oh, aunt God.
0: probably would have been like, "I'm taking you home right now, girl." she would have been was, embarrassed.
1: I ran home like nobody's business. I ran home and went to sit in my room. Like you know, I was sitting there all long to this day. No one knew that I was there. No one. Oh, my God,
0: girl. <laughs> Oh, the Boy. stuff we see just oh. <laughs> can mess you up forever, Chad. Well, come on, thanks Girl. for bringing that memory back. That was great. Those were great. Thanks, appreciate. <laughs> Gotta to talk to Girl, my parents again yeah, this week. These naughty
1: or nice questions can be so hectic. Eh? They
0: get you. <sighs> yeah.
1: Okay. Well, guys, we have said all we ha- we wanted to say on the topic, so we're just gonna close out. And before we do, we're gonna. Well, come on. What are you manifesting this week?
0: Oh, come on. I'm manifesting what I have been manifesting for the past three months. And girl, it has not been working out, but I'm going to try again. Balance. (laughs) I keep trying to manifest this thing and it is, it's not giving because I still find myself working in ungodly hours you know and and not resting the way that i should so just being more intentional with my time and and manifesting balance what about you come on what you manifest uh, this week
1: am oh, i manifesting yeah that makes sense what you just said but i'm manifesting more peace more peace yeah i'm enjoying that that is happening for me so i i just want to manifest more and more of it Good. Um, I would manifest some rest, but oh well, it's going to be a tough week ahead. But yeah, I'm manifesting more peace because and that, even mm. though things have been hectic in terms of like all the things that I've got to do, mm-hmm. I'm at peace, I'm calm, I'm happy, and that's mm-hmm. helping me to get through all the tough things that I'm dealing with now with work because it's that's, tough, it's what supposed to do, lots of deadlines and stuff.
0: That's what I was about to say, I was about to say, so... Even if you have a hectic week, if you have that peace of mind, it's okay. The hectic week will come and it'll go. So I'm not going to change my answer, but I will add that I manifest in peace as well Um, because I'm having I've been having a go at it and presentation after presentation for all of these different hats that I'm wearing, girl, it just can be a, a bit much. And again, when you're good at what you do, people want you to do it all the time, often. So learning how to say no um will really be helpful in that yeah alright so thank you so much for joining the system podcast remember mm-hmm. to like our video subscribe follow and share yeah that's
1: right thank you guys for tuning in we do appreciate you guys of course be sure to listen to the podcast it's every Tuesday 7am central 7 a.m. Central and 1 p.m. 1 p.m. GMT. Yeah, that's my time. Remember also to follow us on social media, guys. Will
0: you please? Girl, because it is making it sound like this. Is it better now? Yeah, it's just whenever you drop it, it it does like a. Okay. Okay. That's right. Thank you guys so
1: much for tuning in. You've been an amazing audience. Not that you're here, (laughs) but you're listening to me now and I'm saying thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. you guys. For those of you who haven't yet, please go ahead and follow us on social media. Yes. We are building the system, building the sisterhood. We appreciate the huge number of followers that we've had in the last two or, three or so weeks. Thank it you. means that it's hitting. It is hitting. It is It is hitting. So go mm-hmm. ahead and follow us on social media. And then, yeah, don't forget that we're here every Tuesday, 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. CT C- and 1 p.m. GMT.
0: That's right, that's right. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube as well on Wednesdays and Thursdays for more video content. We're trying to go live on Saturdays for Live at Five, guys, but we need more followers. So come on and follow us. Leave us your questions and stories in the comments. DM us, let us know if you wanna remain anonymous. Send a pigeon, I don't care what you do. Just get a message to us and follow us. I've been your host, Yushima Kamoy Cherry Burke.
1: And I've been your host, Kimone Brown-Chapalala.
0: We'll see you in the next one, guys. Bye-bye.